looking for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell, and they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Hello, motherfucker. Hey, hi. How you doing? It's Weezer F, baby. Come to take a shit in your and only toilet bull bitches. What's going on on the clock, fans? It is December 22nd, man. We are that close to Christmas, and I got a special gift. I got a special, special gift and a special guest. He is making his return. He has come back home. And I, I can't, I, I'm not going to waste a surprise right now because I got something else for him. But we got a lot to talk about with me and my special guests. We got college playoffs. We got the NFL, quarterbacks, uh, who's playing best, who's the MVP. We have power rankings. We're going to talk about everything in the sun and what's going on with football. So don't go anywhere. Lock right on in. You ain't got nothing else to do. It's almost Christmas, man. Santa's almost here. So let's get it in, man. You're on the clock. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. Okay, on the clock, fans, it's been long waited. Don't worry, man. Tyrone and Reggie, they're getting the bag, so they're going to come back here. But I have a special guest. This is a founder of On the Clock Radio. This is the man, the myth, the legend. I welcome back George Martinez. Welcome back, welcome back, hey my guy George Martinez everybody, George Martinez, how are you doing sir? It feels amazing <laughs> to be back, to be on the mic, to be I, on, in the studio with you again. Does it feel weird, I does it feel? It. No, it's like I never left. Yeah man, That's you didn't have to change the volume or nothing on the, <laughs> everything's nothing. good. The presets are already there, just had to hop on, put the headsets on, yeah, and man. accept and I'm here. We should, we, we've, we've been so busy. You know, you you're doing your coaching thing with Wiregrass and going to Ward, and you have and then new additions to the family. Congratulations, God bless you and, and the wifey doing it again. Yeah, man, number three <laughs> That's coming the, in uh, end of February. We don't know what the gender is going to be. It's going to be a surprise. That's cool. That's so cool. We have a boy and a girl. You know, we're we're going to let it be and whatever. Is it, is, is it scarier it doing it? Because I know you did the gender reveal last time. I remember the last gender reveal. Uh, is it weirder? Not knowing, like, like, not worrying so, about. Are you? Because you're not going to do a gender I'm reveal, a right? Feet. I'm a control freak. I like yeah. to know. Yeah, I like I to know. know. I like to prepare. I like to plan. We're not going to know at all. The wife was very adamant. She didn't want to know at all. She wanted to be a surprise. She listened. It's our last one. Might as well let it be a surprise at the very. So the end. whole way through, the whole nine months, you nothing. Jesus, like every Christ. time we go to the doctor, she reminds them. Don't hey, say. By nothing. the way, when you do the sonogram, we're not. We don't want to know. So want to know. and I know I've known you for years. Like I've known I know you for years. This must be like in the back of your mind, just going like ape shit. Like, what am I gonna do with, with the kids? <laughs> like it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, you it's have terrible. a girl Every and a boy already, so you you're technically kind of ready, right? Like toy wise and listen, I have I love my daughter. I do not want a replica. 
Mm. I rather I rather take a stubborn son, which is what my son is, because he is stubborn. He is hard headed. He is my clone, <laughs> bro. This young man has now endured the sport of football. Nice. He now sits outside with me and endures the pain of what it is to be a Buck fan. And he smokes cigars and drinks bourbon with well, you. Well, you know, Ew, he's gonna you know, get. Well, we're I, training. I, 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 I gotta wait till he's seven. Okay, I can't. <laughs> when he gets to fourteen, to we're good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the guy, the guy, you know, wants to know about football. He's asking questions. What's happening? This. Right. So he's genuinely into it. He wants to know. So today he picked out his uh, his clothes and he wanted to wear his buck shirt. That's what's up, man. But he goes, "Mommy, I don't want to wear it if you can't wash it before Sunday." <laughs> he wants to wear it again on Sunday. He has one buck shirt. Yeah. Mom's got to wash it again before Sunday so he can wear it again on Sunday and wrap the bucks on Christmas Day. That's, what's That's up. what he wants. That's what's up. So man. my daughter, bless her soul. I can only deal with one. I, I got two females in the house. Mm-hmm. I cannot deal with a third one. I'm outnumbered yeah. as a male yeah. in my own house. I cannot, I cannot do it. So yeah. I'm hoping fingers crossed boy, but again, happy with whatever God gives us. Yeah, exactly. Health wise. But I, I understand with, with, with the daughter, you know, you know, Jada, she, you know, she's 11 now, man. And, and I am, I am dreading the, how can I say this politically? I'm dreading, the grant the how can I say it, the grandmother visiting session uh-huh. of womenhood yeah. not fucking cool whatsoever every time she has a stomach cramp i fucking em- just grab her and go <laughs> we're heading to the fucking emergency room <laughs> like fucking i do not want this to oh. happen on my fucking day man oh you and i both dude oh you my god like, you know it, it breaks you know i see i see on facebook and we talk about this and that you know the times you've done the the daddy daughter dances at yeah. the school and at different organizations you guys have been at that you know mm-hmm. and that that's why you want to be a dad. That's, that's uh, the part, you know, the part yeah. you enjoy the most. That other stuff? Not cool. Oh, no. Not cool no, at all. No, 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 no. I told my wife, I said, listen, you ain't all that. Yeah. Because I, I can't, I can't. In can't, my younger day, in my younger day, I talked a lot of shit about how men are strong and, you know, we're hunters and fucking, we went and got food and shit. But women, are, they have it, man. I can't deal with that. I mean, I could imagine Waking up holding my stomach because of pain that's going like, do you, I mean, oh my God, bro, bro. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that conversation now having a daughter. I, I was very scared when I, when I had a daughter, but it's like God's way of saying, Hey, here's a, here's a lifelong fucking friend for you. This will be forever. Your, your buddy, you yep. know what I'm saying? Because she'll yep. take care of you. So that's it's God's way. Of, and it's, it's great. It's great. But man, it's tough, man, with hair and, and, and George, you, <laughs> their mother's black. So I have to deal with the different hairstyles. I have to deal with the swoop de whoops of the baby hair that goes on here. Okay. I got to deal with all the, like I did not know hair costs $250. Like I, this is, I'm like, Holy shit. Wow. We don't want to comb this and just use a, a blow dryer. Like, no, oh my God, are no, you crazy? I'm no like, way. fuck. So I get excited when she's like, I'm going to braid my hair, daddy. Cause I know at least a week and a half, I don't have to comb shit. And I'm like, God, braid the yeah, shit out of that. I will invest for you to have braids. But apparently you can't do it because then it, it moves the forehead back further. Oh no, that's right because uh, it's pulling on the pulling God, on the hair. God bless. But her, her the mom does you know she does fucking amazing with her and I love having a daughter. But you're right, man. It's scary. So I I I was only asking because I know how I know how you are. I know how that whole anxiety like it's it's not it's, it's getting close. Like it's it's end of December, February's around the corner, and yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Minus sixty days. I'm hoping your your child is birthed on February tenth. Cause that's my birthday, <laughs> and if that baby's born on February 10th, I'm gonna spoil the shit out of heat or her. 
because that's that's fucking dope. But congratulations, man! It's been a long time. Thanks, we man. we should have we should have jumped on here a long time. We just fucking life takes us up and down, man. This is this has been. Yeah, have, it's been a roller coaster, man. It's been a roller coaster. You know, coaching, work, yeah, COVID, just all of it, man. It's crazy. I know, man. I got my mom. Um, I, don't, I haven't told you this. I, my mom lives with me. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, so yeah, yeah. She stay. She stay with me. She's finally moving out of Florida after fifty years. Wow. She's gonna go live with my brother uh, for a little while until she gets her place already and set up in Tennessee. She leaves on Monday. Um, she's been here already two months. Um, I have not lived with my mother since I was 18 years old. Yeah, how was that? Uh, not going to lie. Not going to lie to you. I completely remember why I left at fucking 18 years old. <laughs> like, I remember why. Hey, mom, I'm going with my friends and <laughs> jump in the car. Uh, but no, nah, she's been, honestly, she's been a blessing. She's been soaking up all the time with the kids, man. She gets to freaking there you go. spoil the shit out of them. I now, came home. Now, to, here's a question I got to ask you, though. What's that? 50 years in Florida. Yeah. That's not an easy transition, especially where you told me she's headed. Yeah. That's a different kind of cold. That Listen, cold, she's never experienced that before, especially she was in Miami for the most part. I so have, that's, there's no cold in Miami. It doesn't exist. Our, our roles have switched. I am literally going, are you, like, I became the, are you sure you want to go there? Are you, <laughs> You're having the talk. Do you understand there's a there. thing called black ice up there? Like you just randomly looks like the street and you're going to slip and fall for 60 feet. Like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, it's time for a change. And she wants to go. Um, you know, I, I, my dad passed away this year, which was her, her lifelong soulmate. So she, you know, she, she's kind of like, okay, I think this is, this chapter's, you know, um, kind of coming to an end. She went, and she's, I don't know, but she's excited. My mom, my mom has always been an adventurer. Like my mom still takes trips to Argentina. You know, she, she still goes the whole day. Like she goes, to, and my mom, my, listen, man, she has the greatest setup in the world. Just like you, she works from home. Right. Okay. She works okay. from home. She works. This is why it's, she FaceTimes me while I'm at work. She goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm at actual, I'm actually at a nine to five job. I'm, what are you doing? Oh, I, I forgot to take my lunch. You for, you're at home. Just go in the kitchen. Just go it's right there. You literally don't. It's, I'm sure you can be back before another email comes back. You can make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Like you can come back here and, and, but she has a good job. So she gets to travel and she gets to do her thing. And, for God bless her, I, I, try, I convinced her not to get her own place in Tennessee. I convinced her finally to just be with my sister in Tennessee. Okay. That way. Have your stuff there and just visit all of it. You, why, why even have bills to do all that? Just save your money. Now you mentioned that she's a big fan of Argentina. Oh, she is Argentine and Italian. Okay. She is she's a huge freaking soccer fan. So if you. So if that was a World Cup for her because, again, in her lifetime. I it's know. never happened. I know. Listen, bro. When I told you, I, I never, I'd had to console my mom twice in my lifetime. Okay. <laughs> she was so emotional. First of all, just the buildup to the World Cup. Right. The, the anxiety. Oh, of, of my the, God. And doing well. And when, when they lost to, what, what was it? I think it was Iran or Saudi Arabia or something. When they lost that first one, she lost her shit. She talked to so many Argentines. <laughs> <laughs> across the water man like she's just like i mean listen man she's just like calling them every like, and you know because it's it's different time zone she's calling them all types of nights and they're all coming up with soccer strategies and they're coming oh up with boy. what defense they need to freaking run i've i'm not a huge soccer fan i know enough to get me by because I, I was actually stationed in england when the world cup was over there okay for england it was listen bro the atmosphere man. of a world cup is fucking amazing yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's not just one day. Like, the Super Bowl's a day, right? Right. 
NBA playoffs, you, you, it's only one or two days in your city, then the three days off, and then they come back. You know, the World Cup is in England was um, hours and every day is oh, Listen, bro, people was stopped. I, I got into traffic one time because the game was going on for England. Nobody works. The whole country stops. It it's almost like Texas. Yeah. Right, where the whole city shuts down and goes to the, the high school games. It was fucking amazing. So it, the atmosphere. So watching the buildup for Argentina for her was, was funny because, you know, she's, she knows she has a good team. Like, she's, she's like, this is our year. This is what we're going to do. We got we the got defense. The goat. We got, we got, we got messy. We got the, the, the team has changed. The coaching has changed. This is what. So she was excited. She bawled her eyes out. Because first off, just from us, from a sports fans, we love great games. Yes. Like when it comes down. That's all you ever want. That's all you, you just want yeah. it to be, especially when you don't have a dog in the race. Right. You want it to be a phenomenal game that's worth the price of admission, the, the time you spend, the energy, all that stuff to watch it. Exactly, bro. When they when they went up 2-0, she was in here. First of all, I told her, stop talking shit. She was in here talking shit. <laughs> and listen, she was doing it in Spanish. She, <laughs> she was in here, I mean, <laughs> talking shit. And she goes, do you understand what I'm saying? I was like, not a word, but I know you're talking shit <laughs> because of the way you're throwing your hands. I, I know what's going on. Yeah, and she was she, very animated. She was ready. To, she was listen, fired up. And listen, she's like, look, I'll, we'll watch it on the American channel so you understand. I said, no, no, no. This is your team in the World Cup. Put it on Telemundo, and let's just let's just enjoy this. She goes, yeah, but you understand. Yeah, but the, the beautiful part about soccer in Spanish, you feel that shit. It is authentic. Oh, yeah. It, it is. is. It's real. You feel it. You yeah. feel the energy. You feel the passion yes. coming through. And, and, and from what I remember, the commentator that did the game on Telemundo mm -hmm. is actually from Argentina. Also, yes, yes. Which I think even adds to it. When she told me that, I'm like, okay, no wonder he's crackling in his voice because they scored a goal. The first one, he's like, I'm like, you can hear the crackling in his voice and you're like, Oh shit, he really likes it. I said, something wrong with She goes, he's Argentine. It's like, oh crap. Especially in a game like soccer where one nil, that can win it. That could that could do it. Especially the defense that Argentina had. Oh. One nil can't can, that's it. You're you're thinking, oh man, it's one nil. Right. We this this could be it. This and is, all the emotions and the excitement. Then you go up two zero. Oh bro. And you're like, okay. Like and then when they went two the one, bring out the hats. Then when France scored two one, it oh, got. Yeah. Listen to me, I was back into being ten years old, and my mother was cussing up a storm in here. <laughs> she was cussing the coach out, and then they went two two. Ooh, that's and that's when it got silent. Not cool in here. You, I was like, hey mom, do you think shut the fuck up? Wait, wait, hey, 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 I'm not the coach. I didn't, I didn't do the penalty shot. What are you talking about? Um, and then it went three two, and she she went back to crying because now they're up and they're winning. Yeah, yeah. And then it went three three with the penalty shot and tied it. Lost her mind. And then to come down to penalty kicks, bro. I mean, to to one kick after another, you're like, oh my god, this I can't take. I bald headed, but I lost anxiety. more hair. Yeah, the, the level of anxiety there because it, I mean that's it. It's penalty kicks, bro. You got X amount of guys that are going to kick. Yeah, and put yourself in the shoes of that goalie. Oh. First of all, don't not even the kicker. That fucking the goal, goalie. the balls that you have to have, because listen to me, the entire country, everyone, <laughs> you everyone. can't, where do you, you if you miss the goal, if you can't you. block it, where do you go in your country? Where do you go? Everybody's going to know who the hell you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, You're the yeah. asshole that lost the World Cup. Pretty much. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, man, she, she loved it. It was freaking phenomenal. I, I love watching it. Um, Again, I, I, I started enjoying soccer at that time that I was in England. I was like 2009, 2010. And ever since then, I've watched, you know, the World Cup or watch soccer. And, and 
I enjoyed it. I don't know a whole bunch of it. I don't know the strategies of it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't disrespect soccer fans or soccer people. The flopping and shit is hilarious to me. Like when they're grabbing their ankles. It like, is, it's pretty funny. You, yeah, because in football, in, in American football, when somebody grabs the knee, that shit's torn. Oh, you think it's over. <laughs> Careers dying. Doctors are coming on the field. People, are trainers are coming. <laughs> You're fucking, Absolutely. Yeah, these guys, oh, fuck. They roll around for 20 seconds. They get up oh, and they're like, yeah, yellow no. card. we got the yellow card secured. Yeah. Okay, let me get up. Maybe it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I can, I'm, you know what? I'm the so trainers, tough. I'm going to go again. <laughs> trainers don't come on the field. At all. Could no. you imagine the trainers just sitting there with some, some <laughs> peanuts in their fucking hands? Like, I'm not going to go out there. It's No. Uh, okay, we're good. <laughs> Nobody calls them. Nobody does anything. So, but it was it's, it's great. She enjoyed it. And, and, and again, I enjoyed watching the World Cup. I enjoyed, you know, being part of that and experience it was and it's great for her for 36 years man they haven't won the world cup for 36 years that's a long time dude fuck yeah man that's like being yeah, a goddamn yeah, dallas cowboy fan like being a cowboys fan. So, hey, hold, hold, hold on a second because life has a funny way of working out sometimes what do you mean so frank so argentina ended one of his longest droughts yes right you said 30 plus years yep. years Who's next on that list of, of longest to the last championship? I mean, the Knicks have got to be somewhere in the vicinity. Somewhere in the talks, at least. Somewhere in there. Yeah. But then you think about the next other major kind of sport is America's alleged team. Yeah, man. Dallas led by Dak Prescott Cowboys. I, I, I don't think you they can do it with Dak. I don't think. I, it's too inconsistent for me, bro. You know what? You're a stat guy, and I know you love stats. I and I, I, I was looking stat up stats guy. before we jumped on, and I'm, I'm going to give you one. Dak Prescott has 11 turnovers in nine games. 11 turnovers. You can't wow. win football games with this. I watched that Texans game when they were playing, and, and no, I know the Texans are 1 and 10, and one, but the Texans, if you watch the last four weeks, have been giving every single team a run for their fucking money. They took the Chiefs to the overtime. They, right. They, they've been getting, so there, there's something there that they're trying to get close to. They're, they're, they're nipping at the heels. So the Texans are right there. But Dallas struggled really bad. And, and I'm sorry, the last game, Dak lost the game for them. And, and I've told you this before. There's a, huge, there's a huge void that needs to be covered there for Dallas. I mean... They don't have amazing weapons. I don't think Zeke is the same guy that he was three years ago. Like, he's just not. Hold on. Hold on. I got to stop you. What's that? So, I'm a stat guy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming coming to this podcast today, (laughs) I knew knew you'd throw me a curveball at a left field. Okay. I'm going to throw you another one at a right field instead. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a baseball guy. Yeah. Dak has more interceptions, according to Pro Football Dot com. Right. More interceptions due to other players other than himself. So what is considered other, other than himself? A tip ball by a mm-hmm. defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. A drop pass that gets tipped, a.k.a. Noah Brown dropping a pass that, first of all, he tried to catch it like he was holding a baby <laughs> versus catching the ball the way we normally teach receivers <laughs> how to catch the ball, yeah. right? That led to an interception. Dak has more of those than any other quarterback in the NFL. So I understand the picks, you know, you know, 11 interceptions in nine games. How much of those are here? here, Here's what I look at, you know, as a former OC, how many of those are due to be confused by coverage? 
How many mm. of those are because he made a bad read? Mm-hmm. How many of those are because he forced the ball into coverage when he shouldn't have? Right. That to me tells me my quarterback, if a ball gets tipped in the line of scrimmage and gets intercepted, okay. Maybe you can blame the quarterback. Yeah. Right. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Murray kind of guy. He's a little short, this yeah. and the other. But that interception that the Jaguars scored on a pick six to end the game was not Dak's fault. Noah Brown was trying to catch the ball again, like he's holding a but baby. But Dak put them in. Listen, bro. They were up by 17 points. No, okay. See, I, 17 see, points. Raul, you have to I end these motherfuckers. I was prepared for this conversation today. Okay. Because so I agree with I agree with McCoy. By Dak the way, we're Prescott, gonna. Yeah. Did Dak Prescott allow Trevor Lawrence to throw for three hundred and fifty yards? <laughs> no, of did, course not. No. Did Dak Prescott allow the Jags' rushing game to rush for almost two hundred yards? No. Well, you know what? Yeah, maybe. And I'll tell you why. Because he gave him opportunities with his bad play. They were up seventeen points. They were up seventeen and lost it. So you tell me, you, Raul, you've been coaching long enough. If you a DC. Mm. And I give you a 17 point lead. Mm. I'm going 10 for 10. Mm-hmm. I ain't never losing. Yeah, I never, never. You should never fucking lose up but by again, 17. So I'm I'm, 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 I'm bringing this full circle for you. Who's the DC for the Cowboys? Um, what's his name? Oh my God, I, I have, I see his face. I can't think of his name. Quinn. Yeah, Qu- Qu- was it Quinn? It's Quinn. It's yeah, the guy Qu- that used to be the head coach for the Falcons. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. You know what he has in common along with Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> fucking allowing teams to come back. Exactly. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Poor fucking Matt Ryan, man. Shout Matt out Ryan to Matt Ryan owns. So you know Matt Ryan owns the two biggest comebacks in NFL history? One of the regular season oh, and one of the bitch. playoffs. The man was up 33 to nothing. Poor son of a bitch. And lost it. Okay, he but he doesn't he don't play defense three. either. He don't play defense either. But who was the guy? <laughs> Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn was up there. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn has that thing about him. The guy. That fucking quicksand must be so bad when one thing after another and after oh. another goes. All oh, that fucking and feeling. So bro. I know you said Zeke is not the same guy. He's not, man. He's Tony just Pollard. Tony Pollard is that dude. He is, and he should get more touches. Right. CeeDee Lane balled out. They have Dan Schultz that mm. also did extremely well. They have one of the best offensive lines in America. Yeah, they do. Do you think OBJ, because the OBJ talk is that he's coming back during for the playoffs. You think OBJ is really going to elevate him that much for a playoff no. run? No, but here's what OBJ does. All uh, right, he pulls people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. OBJ, if anything, mm-hmm. is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Because as a defensive coordinator, you got to plan for what he can do. Right. And you know, go back and look at that Rams film of that playoff run and see OBJ is that dude. Yeah. So what happens? CeeDee Lamb becomes now you can't double CeeDee. Yeah. And CeeDee Lamb has been having a Pro Bowl a year. And this dude gets doubled in games because they say, you know what? We're going to take CeeDee Lamb away. Throw to somebody else. Yeah. And Dak says, no, I'm going to throw to CeeDee Lamb regardless. Yeah. And the guy's been balling out. Now, we talked about this off air for a little bit. Backup quarterbacks, how valuable and important they are. Right. We were seeing San Francisco kind of go through a little bit. Now, is Dak a system-oriented quarterback? Is he only good because of the system he's in? Because we saw Cooper Rush lead the Cowboys to, what, 3-1, and 4-1 mm-hmm. record and fight with the Eagles mm-hmm. in that last game before Dak came back. The team seemed to play better defensively with Cooper Rush because they had to. 
Yeah. Right now it's like, okay, we got Dak. We know we're going to score 30. We can, we can, we can be more aggressive. We right. can do this. We can do that. What it, I mean, they're paying Dak a lot of money, $140 million over the next four or five years. I told you the off, offline, man, I told you the starting quarterback and it has a gap to the second, right? To the second string. There's a huge uh, gap there talent wise, like Brady, right? And then his backup. Right, Blaine, Blaine Gilbert. Too bad. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, right. And then, then who, who's Kyle after that, that guy? Tris- uh, well, Kyle that holds a clipboard trask. Right. So you see that gap? That's a fucking huge gap right there. Okay. When you think of all the quarterbacks, so when you think of fucking Dak Prescott, you should think, oh, the there should be a big gap there, talent wise, from Dak to Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush should only be there to manage games, help win some games, and that should be it. But listen to me, man. There's not a gap there between Dak Prescott. Well, and there's a small gap. There's there's a gap there between him and what Cooper, but a little better? bit. I have no opinion. idea. In your opinion. I don't think he's better. So here's what uh, I you, think you, makes Dak's better. Well, well, here, you know you talked about tips, right? Off of tips, passes? Yes. yes. Let me tell you something. As a wide, former wide receiver coach, oh boy. The, the thing that pissed me off the most is, oh boy. listen, I understand. Hits your hands, you got to fucking catch it. I get that. But if I have to fucking spin around and stick my six-foot frame up in the fucking air and twist and turn because you threw a ball seven feet above my fucking head and it gets tipped, fuck you. You should throw a better pass. Hold on a second. Do you have five grown men rushing at you while you're staying in the damn pocket? Not at all. With being killed and having a free shot? Not at all. But okay. you listen, don't throw that fucking ball up that high. God damn it. God damn. The one that the, the one that he did intercept, the guy did catch it fucked up and he did it tipped it. I that that's just a bad fucking receiving catch. That's on that kid. But gee, there's some passes that Dak is throwing behind these guys and they're trying to make the catch for him because they, you know what I'm saying? But I've said this a long time ago. Dak Prescott is the reason why Des Bryant is no longer in the league. He was so inaccurate with him that they that Des was trying to say, this ain't my this ain't all on me now. Cooper Rush is a more accurate quarterback. The only problem with him is he doesn't take enough chances. So there you go. Cooper is a game manager. Mm-hmm. Dak is a, I'm going to try to win it with my arm. All day long. I think that is the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. So a little preview. So you got Dallas going and playing against the Eagles this weekend. Hertz is not playing. Oh, I know. Does Dallas have a legitimate shot against that defense? And I don't even know who's the backup for the Eagles. Is it Minshew? It's Minshew. <laughs> Mustache so, Minshew. So is he going to create some Fitz magic? Bro, I hope because he, he has a little mustache too. Here, here's the problem. Here, here's All my mustache here, here, are, are, are problems in the NFL. Yeah, any guys that have a really nice Tom Selleck looking mustache <laughs> are a fucking issue. But they, uh, this is my problem with that. I'm going to be wrong when I say this and just hear me out. I hope he throws five picks. I hope he has a horrible game. Do you know why? If he goes out and has a good game, throws 300 fucking yards, four touchdowns, fucking 24 for 25, right? He has that kind of a day. Then all the talks of him. You got to put Jalen Hurst in the same conversation as Dak that you said earlier. No, what you do is. some guy. He's no. a system guy. The backup is as good. The, what ends up happening is they take away the MVP talk for Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. And that's what I don't like. That's Because he's no longer the most valuable player in the NFL. Right. If the backup can do it as well. And that's, as what I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. And to be honest with you, when those talks happen, 
it's kind of like they don't want to give it to Hurts because if you watch Hurts play, it, he is, listen to me, running the ball. Like Justin Fields, I love watching the Chicago, Chicago Bears love, offense. I love watching that young man play. I, I do too, man. I fucking love watching them play. And they're right on the cuff because the Bears remind me of the Eagles last year. Yes, yes. They, they remind me of those guys. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's right on the cuff. They're right there. Keep going. You're almost there. Um, but I, I don't want them to take away because I, I, to watch everybody clown Hurts last year, to sit there and say what a bad choice he was in the draft, to where they took him in the draft, and how bad, all those things that you've heard negative, for him to be 13 and what, one now? Like, look, man, let's let's give this kid a little bit of due, and he is the MVP. I, I want Minshew not to do a horror. I, I want him to win the game, but I don't want him to be like, Foxy, I told you, he's just a system quarterback, and he can't do it, you know? So here's my argument to that, mm-hmm. and I need you to hear me out. Because here's this is going to be the headline on on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of a prediction. Prediction for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Minshew is completely different than Hurts. We would agree. I, I completely agree. He can't run on, he's so, on his feet. This offense is going to look no way, no way, no shape, no form the way it has right. for 15 weeks. Yeah, I agree with Dallas that. Dallas Cowboys are going to see a brand new offense yeah. this weekend. Yeah. They're not going to be prepared because, again, how do you prepare for a quarterback you've never seen? You're going to go back and look at old footage. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the guy hasn't played for the Eagles in forever. He's yeah. played. In, I think he hasn't played for two or three years now. Right, and remember, remember when Wentz got hurt on the knee injury? Some guy named Nick Foles showed up, mm-hmm. and Nick Foles was different than Wentz. Yeah, because Wentz was more of a runner. Mm-hmm. Foles was more that pocket guy. Yeah, a la you know Minshew. So. I think Minshew is going to come out and throw for two, three touchdowns. Yeah. I think Miles Sanders goes off. I mm. think AJ Brown and Devontae Smith go off. Yeah, they got to. I think to. the Eagles. I think the Eagles win the game, mm-hmm. and it's going to be because of Minshew. I think it'd be a field goal. I think Minshew leads them down there, and they kick a field goal to win it. I, it, it to me, I just don't want, like I said, the talks to happen. I don't wish nothing bad on Minshew. I, I definitely Eagles fans are listening. I don't. Know, I don't wish nothing bad on you. So don't fucking send me hate mail. I, I want the fucking... <laughs> I like how the Eagles play. Yeah. Guess who my son's third favorite team is? The Eagles? The Eagles. Who's the second? The Cowboys, because my wife and their family are all Cowboys fans. So yeah, he's, he's a choice. Yeah, if he, yeah, poor kid. He's not a choice. Poor but he kid. likes the Eagles because it's very close to green. That's good. Eagles and, are, and he saw the Eagles on TV. They're all dressed on green, and now he loves them. Now he I mean, wants solid to teams to cheer for. I mean, the Bucks are the best ones to cheer for, though, right? He's no, a, yeah, okay. He's a super. Okay. Well, I'm saying, like, as far as dad, like, dad's a Buck fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's yeah. got to cheer. Yeah, I'm going with Pops. Yeah, that's, 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 that's some hope. So, so, let me ask you this. I know we talk about quarterbacks. Yeah. If you're going to start a franchise tomorrow, mm. you have the first pick, no linemen, no defense. This is the first pick of, what is it, 55 players on the active roster. Yeah. This is pick one. Round one, and I mean, obviously, we're taking a quarterback. Yeah, who who are some guys that you're debating? Who's your top, you know, five, eight guys that you're thinking about? Okay, here's who I'm seriously considering. Now, again, take into account age, mm-hmm. salary, mm-hmm. whatever their present value is. So, what right. they've done, not a potential, what they've currently done in the NFL. If you're going to take a quarterback, who are you taking? So I've said this a thousand times. I am a Miami Dolphin fan. When the draft was coming out and I was watching Justin Herbert and I was watching that whole year and I just watched a couple highlights and I just watched 
the draft stuff. I watched the entire year of these guys. The quarterbacks were coming out because I knew we were going to have the number one pick. I was like, I do not want fucking Tua. All right, now Tua's balling out. Tua's having a great time, but he is not my ideal guy. I wanted Justin Herbert to be the guy that I start a franchise with. Because at, at that point, think about what Miami was going through because they were going through what, exactly what you were talking about. We didn't have a lot of fucking weapons. We just right. lost Tannehill. We didn't have a great offensive line. Fitzpatrick was our quarterback, and he was doing what he could do for us. Uh, running back-wise, we didn't have shit at running back-wise except for Gaskin. That's all we had. We had Drake, but Drake was either injured or bothered, and he didn't really get enough carries. Yeah, something going on. Yeah, man, he always had something. So franchise-wise, I really wanted Justin Herbert. Now, I know, I know, I know you're going to tell me. I know you're going to tell me. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. You're going to tell me all these. There's so many other quarterbacks, and there are. Um, Justin Herbert would be my number one. Why? Just, Why? He has a high ceiling. I like, me personally, me personally, I like tall fucking quarterbacks who can see okay. over the line for 15 to 20 yards. Says a guy who has two as his quarterback today. So I, I, I know. It. I know. I like, I, I, I fucking it. like the, I like a guy that could throw across the middle. <laughs> I like a guy who also, I think has a strong fucking arm. That kid can hit a 15 to 20 yard out on a dime. He can. It's beautiful to watch him throw. He's young. He's mobile. And he has a future. Now, if I go get a veteran quarterback, I don't, I'm not mad. I, I know you can tell, listen, I'm not mad if I go get Jimmy G. I'm okay with a fucking Jimmy G to get me <laughs> no by. Way. Listen, There's just no to way. get me by, just to get me by to teach Herbert for a couple years, to keep Herbert, just teach him a couple things while we're building this <laughs> shit around him because I don't fucking want Herbert to die. You would take Herbert number one overall yeah. and then take Jimmy G later in the draft just to sit Herbert. So, so you can learn from Jimmy G so then he can take the reins. Because we're building, right? So I don't want to kill. Like what the Jaguars did to Trevor Lawrence, fuck them, man. That's not cool. Right. That's not cool. So, so I'm going to ask you a question then. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to put you, you know, as, as I used to say, on the clock. On the clock, yeah. For this. Herbert is on the Chargers. Yeah. Would you say that offense is very good? Well, how would you rate the offense? Let me ask you that. I think without Herbert, they're they're probably... 24th, 25th in the league without Herbert. You think so? With Herbert, they're in. They're at least in the top 20. Do you think top 20? So the difference between no Herbert and Herbert is five spots? Well, you can, you can make an argument because you can make an argument because the Chiefs have a really good fucking offense. The Eagles emerged. No, 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 no. Just, oh, okay. just, I'm talking about, the, I'm talking about not who they play against, uh -huh. just their offense as, as it's compacted uh, today. You got Mike Williams, you got Keenan Allen, you got... Eckler, you got um, Ingram, the the, the tight mm -hmm. end. You got the offensive line, which you've spent two rookie draft picks on. Yeah, is that offense top ten material? Not right now. I think I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Keenan Allen, as good as he is, you need another one of him. You need one more guy to help Eckler because he can't take the load all the time, and he's getting older. Old line wise, they're okay. Tight end wise, they're okay. And with Herbert, I'm sorry, man. He makes everybody look fucking good. He he doesn't have to worry about backward passes and high fucking. This motherfucker delivers a football to your fucking chest. So, fun fact. Okay. As I love to give you. Yeah. If you diminish, if you demoralize my Herbert, because I have him on a high fucking statue. Before, before Tyreek Hill showed up for the Dolphins. Before he did. So when you just had Waddle. And Devontae we, Parker, yep, I want to say, yeah. back in those days. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you think Tua's offense was better or 
Herbert's offense was better. Herbert's. So why is it that Tua has a much larger winning record? Mm-hmm. Herbert is 20 and 22 in his career starts mm-hmm. since joining the NFL. Yep. So I, I can tell you, you I said, can tell you why. I know where this is going. I can I tell like, you why. I like the six foot six guy that can yeah. throw it deep, that can do it this. If I had the first pick overall, give me Patty Mahomes. Of course. That's Here's what I'm saying. Of course. Here's why though. Here's why though. And for and I'm different in my, you know, my makeup, my DNA of my team than, than I think you are. I like guys that win. They're yeah. used to winning. Where did Justin Herbert go to go to college? Uh the University of Oregon. Yeah. What the fuck did he do in Oregon? He handed the ball off. <laughs> he handed the ball no. off. That's all he did. Already. Did he win? Yeah, but okay. No, 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 no. Here Raul. we go. Did he win? But, but he... so you're telling me two at Alabama? If, if Herbert's in Alabama, does he win? So here, n- yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course he does. So two or one games because he had. Did you, do you see the stable that he had over there? Yes, they had a factory of Division One top ten picks. Okay. The reason why, why the Dolphins one of them. You know why Tua why has Herbert one of them because they don't throw the ball. Oregon, Oregon does uh, not. They no, don't no, throw the ball no, like no. that. That's not the question I asked. Okay, why wasn't Herbert recruited by Alabama if he's so good? Because he had Jalen Hurts and he had fucking Mac Jones. He had, two had no need to to go draft to go get another quarterback. Like Herbert. Yeah, I get. I agree. And Herbert probably was like, "Yo, I can." He, first of all, I know for a fact he was off by Alabama. He was never going to get the starting chance at Alabama. Why? Because he did not want to wait because behind somebody. Hurts and yeah. Tua were better. No, he just didn't want to wait behind them, man. Listen, so, so he's afraid of competition. No, here we go. Don't demoralize that I'm young man. You. Don't you do what I'm you do. You, do. you sound like a college like, recruiter right now. <laughs> I like guys that are used to winning. But Tua's winning in the NFL right now. And Tua's put he up big numbers. College. But listen, man, like, he's throwing. But because the remedy was the same thing in college, he's doing in the NFL. Let me throw a five yard pass to the fastest man in the NFL and watch him take it 90 yards. Our Dolphins so scored last week off a fumble recovery. Around him? Huh? They built a team around him. I still don't think we easier. built the team knowing that, we're thinking like, oh, yeah, well, this is for Tua. I still, I believe that to Cole There's no way we're like, you're going to go Tyreek Hill. We're going to have Waddle on this fucking team. We're going to go get Mozart on this team. We're going to have some of the fastest fucking people in the NFL on this team. Because why? I believe Tua could put this all together. I do not think we did that with that mentality. Now with all the allegations of us going to go get Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. With us having secret meetings There's on Yacht with Tom Brady. Okay. There was. Right. There, we, offer, we talked to six other quarterbacks in the NFL before saying, okay, I guess we're going to fucking go with Tua. My, uh, McDaniel, the head coach, Mike McDaniel, was in talks with Jimmy G trying to convince him to come to Miami, to play in Miami, bro. But Jimmy G decided to stay one more year at 49ers. He was convincing and trying to get him to come over. And then finally, okay, we're going to stick with Tua because that's what the owner has been wanting. And that's why Brian Flores got in out of trouble. He, this guy wants fucking Tua. For whatever reason, he wants Tua. Tua's winning. Listen to me, George. If you and I were the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> no way. No and listen way. to me. We could have the same numbers no. as Tua because you know There's why? No Bro, first of all, first of all, I know I can throw a deep ball. That's number one. Number two, if I throw a good hitch and a dig route to, to one of those two guys, I don't have nothing to worry about. I have nothing to worry about. They're going to do the rest. Where's the screen going? Left or right? Fine. Here you go. I can throw, I can throw five yards to the sideline. So you're telling me you would take Herbert over Josh Allen? So because now, because he, I, like the I, style, I like the style of play. Now, w- again... 
we're going off of off of building franchises and stuff. I like Herbert. I, that's just me because of my my style of of what I prefer quarterback to be. So uh, here's another question then. Name me the receivers for the Chiefs. Um, Sammy Watkins. Okay. Ass. <laughs> ass ass. <laughs> ass ass. <Yeah. laughs> I should have played the ass ass. Um, <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Juju. Um, oh. Juju TikTok Smith Schuster. Yes. yes. Juju TikTok. Him and him and Patrick's brother play TikTok. And I can't know, think of who 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 replaced number. He um he's wearing Tyreek's number number ten. Marquez. Is it Marquez? Yeah, but I don't know if he's wearing number. There was another. Maybe that is him, number 10. I can't remember the guy's name, number 10. These are a bunch of nobodies. I mean, it's what I'm getting at. Yeah, but Kelsey. That's what I'm getting at. Kelsey. So so I agree. It's a Kelsey wrong. is that guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Kelsey is that guy. But other than that, you got a running back named Pacheco, mm-hmm. who's 5'5", five, five, running the damn ball. Yeah. Ronald Jones, who left the Bucks to go to the Chiefs and doesn't even get a touch. Right. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, mm-hmm. who eh, is okay. <laughs> that offense is engineered and orchestrated by Patrick. He is the offense. Yeah, I agree the with The only you. engine. So, here, okay, so here's my question. If you take Justin Herbert and put him on the Chiefs, are the Chiefs as good today as they would be with Patrick Mahomes? Yes. There's no fucking way you really believe that. I believe that. You know why? And, and, and you know, for the viewers, hey, let, me, let, me, this, let me flip this it on you. Just looked me face to face when he said this. <laughs> he like, looked he at my ocular vision. <laughs> like he was looking at my soul when he said this. He said listen, this with conviction. Listen, man. Here's the other question: Can Patrick Mahomes win games if he was not yes. playing for the Chiefs? I don't believe yes. it. Do you know if why? You put him on the Chargers. The Chargers may be undefeated. Andy Reid is the key factor. Eric Bieniemy is the key factor in this. This, this is the key. Now, not, not to say Patrick Mahomes doesn't do amazing shit. Not to say the sidearms, all the. Not to say he doesn't make plays, because I still have nightmares about Coaching how matters. he dropped 30 oh, yeah. sideways and threw for 30 yards while he's in the air. That's still the most amazing. Yeah. Right. Like, that was still amazing well, throw. That. And the guy Super dropped that fucking ball, by the way. But um, I, 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 I don't know if Patrick can do it on another team. Not to say he's not a good quarterback. System wise, does it agree with what he does? Does because the quarterback? I think the coach quarterback dynamic is super important. McDaniel is the key factor why Tua is having a good season, bro. He knows so how to take put, a. So if you put Herbert with McDaniel, undefeated Dolphin season. I, I I don't know if undefeated. I won't I won't say undefeated because I won't disrespect the seven two Dolphins because if I did, you're doing now. all of them three hundred five will come after me. I'm saying to you though. I'm saying to you though. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying to you though. Herbert does does a better job because I'm gonna tell you right now. There's throws that Tua doesn't make deep wise that we're still having to run back for five fucking yards that I know Herbert don't fucking miss. What about Josh Allen or Patty Mahomes with that coach in that offense with those guys? It, Did you do better or equal to Josh Herbert? Ooh, yeah, fucking Allen can run. Allen can run and Patty Yeah, but nobody knew that when he was coming out of college in North Dakota. Like, nobody fucking knew. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. And he's a bad man, man. He's a bad man. Man, listen to me. I'm watching. He does it with no running game, no (sighs) offensive line. Quarterback reads, quarterback powers, whatever you want him to fucking do. You want him to get a quarterback sweep? This motherfucker does it. Like, he does everything you want as a quarterback. He's big, tough. Oh, God. I mean, I watched. Watching that snowball, I was pissed off the whole time. I was like, Jesus Christ. That game was. 
phenomenal. First I of all, first of all, Bills Buffalo Mafia fans throwing <laughs> snowballs all in the end zone. The disrespect. The, the, the fucking disrespect. To score. Listen to me. I hope next year when we play the fucking Bills in Miami, we have water on? balloons ready to go on the <laughs> sideline because we're not going to have any fucking snow and we just start hurtling them to the goddamn guys. Screw them, man. God damn well, it. your coach. He had a shirt on says, I wish it was colder. <laughs> I know. Long, he man. was fucking antagonizing Which, them. By the way, I have, to, I have to say, I think your coach is what future coaches in the NFL are going to be like. <laughs> that guy is awesome. If I love I his can, interviews. If, if I can just tune into mic'd up versions of that guy on the sideline on game days. Did you hear about did you hear about the one about George is definitely the best SCC team? <laughs> <laughs> he fucking with Tua. Well, by Tua. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia is definitely the best team in the SEC. <laughs> Those Alabama guys. I don't I don't know oh, about them. Yeah, I'd I'd love I tune into the weekly uh Dolphin uh press conference that he holds. Okay. That they have yeah, he's I, hilarious. He's fucking phenomenal. He is hilarious. He's He's, He's the best guy to listen to, best coach to listen to besides because because I, I enjoy listening to the Lions coach also. That guy fires me up. Dan Campbell is a fucking monster. That guy yeah, yeah. fires me up. Yeah, he's a player's I coach. Play yeah, him, and that guy will make me run through a damn brick wall. And, and listen, Detroit. Let, let let's let me touch on that. Fuck, one and six to seven and seven, possibly making the playoffs. Team to play right now. Jesus. You, if I'm an NFC team, I don't know if I want to see Detroit come because that team plays like they have nothing to lose. They don't. Like they're that whatever game they're in, it is their last game they're ever going to play. Bro, did you watch the hard knocks? Did you see? Yes. Bro, yes. That, that it starts in that practice, that how he practices. Fuck. I love what? watching them uh, the the DC and the, uh, and the fucking oh, over. Oh, yeah, go at it. Juice State. Oh, absolutely. It, it reminds me of of like, you know, when, when we coach together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I go down bicker, you buy something, you come back bicker, me buy something. Yeah. That that's the stuff. And then seeing the players, right? In hard knocks, when you know teams coming up and 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 Williams, the running back that backs up DeAndre Sift, gave that emotional speech yeah. about listen, we ain't gonna do what we did last year. This losing stuff sucks. Yeah, and they willed themselves. I mean, they started terrible. They willed themselves into a situation where hey, what what flipped it though? Like, what do you know? What because I was watching. I'm wa- I watch every week. What winning, flipped? winning yeah. cures all. Once you yeah. taste it, once. It's one of the things. It's what makes me a little mad about the Bucks, mm-hmm. right? Bucks with Brady, they tasted winning. It fed them. They were hungry for it, and they went on a mission. Now they won, and now they walk around, you know, doing the helicopter thing. Thinking they got a big one showing around, and they get punched in the throat more often than not. Yeah, and it's 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 led to us, you know, being the new NFC East in the in the in the South. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, sad. I, I, it's sad. It's painful. It's painful because it well, it's so also what? hilarious that you should tell your wife, first of all, and her family, it's hilarious that if the playoffs were to start today, that oh. their their fucking ten and team would have to listen come to down me. to the Bucks six and listen six stadium. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm, I'm only gonna say this on this podcast. <laughs> so I have a group chat with my father, my uncle, my uncle's best friend, mm. and his attorney. Mm. Who's a really good friend as well. He's a he's a huge dolphin fan, by the way. Die hard dolphin fan. Really? The my uncle's best friend is a die hard Cowboys fan. <laughs> die hard. Like it bleeds when you cut him. Mm. And I've made fun of the Cowboys for years in this group chat that we're in. It it goes back like four or five years. When I first met him and found mm. out he was a Cowboys fan. So this guy's been doing nothing but throwing shade, obviously. Cowboys are doing well. Right. The Bucks not doing so well. 
And I told my dad the other day on the phone, I said, you know what's going to happen? He goes, what? I said, Dallas is going to come to Tampa. And we're going to give him a fucking ass whooping. Yeah. I go, and the best part is I'm going to buy tickets for this one Cowboys fans to go as a Christmas gift. I'm going to say I got it donated. Whatever. I'll pay for it. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Only to see the look of disappointment when the clock hits zero zero. Yeah. And they lose again and continue the streak of 20 plus years of not winning anything irrelevant God. in football. Jeez. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm uh, excited. I, 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 to me, bro, to me, if Detroit would turn them around, I, and I, I just credit the coach. Oh, for sure. I, 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 he doesn't lose hope. Dane, Dane Campbell's done a phenomenal job. That is pure inspiration. He's inspired yeah, I mean, those guys to be better. It's not the coaching. Yeah. That is pure. We've inspired these guys to be better than what they were. And now they're, now they've won. Yeah. They like what it feels like. And now they're pushing harder at practice. They're pushing harder in games. They have this never quit yeah. mentality. They're getting healthier. Jamo just played in his first game. Yeah. And on the second play of the game, the dude caught a 50 yard pass for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. Can you imagine that guy's playing healthy? Mm-hmm. And then they're a scary team because they can end your fucking season, man. If you had to play them in the playoff, they're going to end your season. You can't take them lightly because they, like you said, they don't, they don't care. They don't. They, they don't care. They don't think they're supposed to be there, so they're going to let everybody else know it. Yeah, for them it doesn't matter. It's winter go home, and we've been living like that since week five. Well, look, man. Speaking of, I wanted to actually talk to you about this. Speaking of people not being there. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, speaking of people not being there, the college football playoffs, right? Me and you, we're, oh. we're, we we love watching college football. I, I love watching it more than I do NFL. Um, I don't like the the transfer portal at all, but that's another story. But the college playoffs are laid out. We know who's playing. We know who's going to be at the dance. My question to you is, did they get it right? Did they get the teams right that's in the playoffs? So here's my conspiracy theory. See, I walk in here with a prediction of the future. (laughs) Stats? Stats and a conspiracy theory. A conspiracy theory. This is a great fucking day. College football had to allow TCU to be in the playoffs. Why is that? Why? Because for years, people have always been complaining and bitching about the small school never has a chance. Other teams outside the Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, ACC, never have a chance. So this is it. This is Cosmo saying, all right, we're going to give you TCU. We're going to allow them to play in the bowl game to prove a point of why teams like them don't belong. Remember, last year was Cincinnati. Yeah. A few years ago, people were talking about UCF. Should have been <laughs> in the college football. They got fucking blah, 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 destroyed. Blah. They would have got destroyed. Right, every year, there's always that one Cinderella team mm-hmm. that everybody gets behind and says, they should be in it. Why don't they get a chance? Why is it always the same? Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia teams. You're about to find out why. Yeah. Because TCU is going to get the break speed off of him. I agree. By Ohio State. I agree. Was it Ohio State or is it Michigan? Which one is it that they play? I believe it's Ohio State because Michigan has to play Georgia first. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know that is because I was watching the Barstool Sports and they were freaking pissed off. The guy was pissed off like, oh, they ran from us. He's a Michigan fan. He wanted to play them again just to Ohio beat their State ass. Or TCU? What's that? 
Who do you want to play again? He wanted. He want. He's a Michigan fan. He wanted to play Ohio State. Oh, of course. Of he, course. Yeah, he wanted to play them again. He was like, "Yo, I want these guys." Um, but I mean, I don't. I don't see TC. I don't. I don't know why TCU is in there. You, you know what I'm saying? Like they. I know they had a good season. I guess you say. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Michigan plays TCU. I forgot. Michigan plays TCU. Let me back that up. TCU. Georgia plays Ohio State, which Georgia's going to kick the shit out of Ohio State. Michigan's going to kick the shit out of TCU. That's my prediction. And then, and then there's going to be Georgia-Michigan in, in the playoff. I think they did this for Harbaugh. Um, but anyhow, I, I don't think TCU should be in. I think Alabama should be in. If you're looking at who are the f- the four best teams, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. Bama. If Bama's playing TCU tomorrow, Bama is a double digit favorite. <laughs> exactly against TCU, right? Guaranteed. Why? So again, it goes back to that original comment that I made to you. TCU is the we're going to give you one this year. Committee of saying, hey, this is we're going to show you the reason why. Teams like TCU, Cincinnati, UCF, you know, there was talks a couple years ago about BYU Mm. being up there. This is why we shouldn't go to a college playoff longer than four teams. Can you imagine if you extend this to eight teams Mm -hmm. and you get teams like Kansas State and you get teams like Oregon and USC? USC showed why they don't belong in there. I agree. I agree. Which USC may- showed what we already always have known. Mm-hmm. They can score points, cannot play defense. When you shut their offense down, they're terrible, and they're oh. going to get blown out of a building. Yep. Yep. TCU, and again, I, I, I don't mind the Cinderella story, mm-hmm. but I don't like it at the risk of watching high-quality football, which is what I think we would have gotten had it been Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Ohio State 3, Bama 4. I I don't. That is high quality. You think about Argentina playing against France, <laughs> this and the other. That's a game that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna spend the dollars to make sure I watch those games. Right. TCU. I'll check the score app. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Too much, too, too much I'm not interested life. to see that game at all. I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and that's exactly what's gonna happen. And I like the quarterback no. from TCU. I, I don't mind the kid, but oh, he's gritty. Yeah. I mean, he willed them. Yeah, to that overtime session yep. against Kansas State, but again, a guy we've had on the show, RJ Garcia, mm-hmm. that dude balled out. Yeah, he did in that game, which is great to see. I love, I love watching Tampa kids going to college and doing and doing great their thing. things yeah. in college. But again, it's one of those things you're playing Kansas State. No disrespect to him, mm-hmm. but if you're the number two team in the nation, number three at the time, you should have beat the brakes off these people. I agree, man. I agree. I, I just I, I hate the college playoffs and how they do it. I don't I don't know. And now they're going to go to that twelve game. You remember the twelve games in twenty twenty four? Yep. I don't know how this is going to fucking work out. You know what I mean? Like what what are they? How this? How are they going to break this down? You're going to have teams that are two, three teams losses are going to be in there, right? Some people are going to argue where they need to be bet. You know, as far as structure wise, or it's going to I think going to cause more freaking problems than it's actually going to help. I don't think it's going to be. Good. But you know why they're doing it? Mm. They're not doing it for the reasons that they post it. It's not for the, oh, let's get more teams involved. Mm -hmm. It's to do one thing. Stop college kids from declaring for the NFL draft early and not playing these bowl games. Because, again, if you're a team, let's say Bama, let's use them for example, and you're not playing a meaningful bowl game, 
Right. All those kids that are going to the NFL are are saying deuces. Yeah. So now you're walking into this ball game with a B team. Again, it's Alabama. Their B team is probably most people's A team, but still. <laughs> right. But still, you're walking into with the lesser team. Is that going to sell tickets? I don't know. I, is I, that going to make people watch the game more? You would think it would. Why? Who are you, you going to watch? All the stars that you know are gone. Yeah. They're not playing. Yeah. Are you as interested? Should we go back the to the game? old ways? You remember the old ways? Would you ways? watch the Dolphins play if you know Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Tua are not playing? Fuck no. I, I would Why? watch if Tua's not playing, but I, I would watch if Tua's not <laughs> I still would watch. <laughs> but I mean, but what I'm saying is, you know, do you remember the fun days of, of the point system? Do you remember the fun days? Yes. Of, you, you possibly could win a fucking game here, but you're, mm. you're, you're 10th off here. You're... The, the agony of seeing somebody like, yo, we're dominant, but we have to play the Sugar Bowl. Like, I'm right. ha- I'm almost tempted to be like, well, we should just go back to something like that because, God damn, at least the computer, even though they didn't get because we're not getting it right now, and these are humans. We're still not getting it right. Why? Because humans can be bought. Exactly. Exactly. Humans can be persuaded. I think they should have tweaked the damn machine is what they should have did. Tweak how that thing calculates. So I think it should be a weighted system mm-hmm. between computer and people mm. so that people can correct when computers don't get it right mm-hmm. and computers keep people honest from being biased and being bought. I agree, man. It, to me, again, transfer portal one has tried to neutralize things and it's trying to make everybody evil in Alabama because for four years, they was just Bama and Clemson for about four years, just watching those two teams play. So I, I get all that, but bro, the Michigan and TCU, I'm like, Okay, I guess I guess we're gonna watch to see who wins it, but nobody get. I'm I, unless you are a fan of those two teams. There's nobody here you're like not watching the game. Yeah, you're, you're like, oh well, man, I'm game. watching. They're gonna wait for Georgia, Ohio State. That's the only game we're gonna watch, and we all yes. know how this is gonna end. With Georgia, Georgia is gonna. Am I think Georgia wins by double digits? You think so? I, I think Ooh. Georgia beats them by double digits. Double digits. There, have you seen that fucking defense? Yeah, but okay. Jesus Christ! Christ. I don't think Ohio State Georgia. has the speed to keep up with them. Oh, I don't think they're fast enough. Georgia just had seven guys drafted in the NFL from that defense. Mm-hmm. And think about the rinse reload. Is Georgia becoming the new Bama? Oh, it has to be. Defensively, because I, I don't think they're there offensively. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yep. But defensively? Oh, they're there. Wow. They're there. They, they, he, Kirby knows what he's doing for the defense side of it. He knows what he's doing, man. And we've met Kirby. He's a yeah. smart, intelligent guy, man. He's he knows a, he's a good dude. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, I, Georgia is right there at the cuff, and it's and it's just so nice with a, a nice little bow since it's Christmas. Nice little bow that he came from the the Nick Saban umbrella. You know what I'm saying? It's great that this guy came from that because now like he knows how to run this shit. So yeah, I think Georgia's. There. I think Georgia's going to be on top for a little while now. I really do. Now it helps that Alabama just had yesterday the most amazing yeah. signing day I've ever fucking seen. Eight number one. Players at their position committed to Alabama. What did he change? Eight number one players at their perspective position said, I want to go to Bama. What changed? What do you think Nick did? Nick did what every logical person that likes to win does. Learn and adapt. He learned the NIL system. Yeah. And he said... If I don't adapt to this, I have morals. Yes, I'm going to say my ground, this, any other. But if I don't adapt, I could be out of the league in two years or more. 
Yeah. I say a three-year window because usually it's a full recruiting class yeah, yeah. before you see the full effects of it. And, and the portal makes it even faster. Even faster. That, that's horrible. like Texas A&M. Yeah. They didn't pay dudes a whole lot of money. Yeah. And those dudes jumped in the portal the day of them ending their last game. <laughs> There's nothing worse than that fucking Bro. portal. Bro. Texas A&M was posting about entering the trash portal while they were in the locker room changing. <laughs> It's a bullshit, man. That's a hell of a way to find out, too, man. You didn't even turn your jersey in yet. I I said the last podcast, 517 kids jumped in the portal on the first day. 409 of them came from from a D1 SEC college. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck. That's a lot. 90% of them came from Texas A&M. Came from Florida. Because we had a ton of kids. Listen, our our bowl game that we just recently played, atrocious. (sighs) Oh, my God. We played with like a C team. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had 24 scholarship players yeah. enter the portal. Hey, w- real quick, what about these guys that are they're declaring for the draft are not going to play? Because the Ohio State wide receiver, the number one wide receiver, he's not playing. He's not playing in that fight. He's declared for the draft, so he's not going to play in the game. That's another thing that bites my ass, man. I hate that the best player on the team, or one of, I'm going to go for the draft, and I'm going to go do this. You guys have fun with the bowl game. I'm not even going to compete. For that. I'm sorry. If I'm an NFL team, I'm like, bro, I know you want your money. I know you want your bag, but you don't, you don't even care enough for them to try to help the team get to the, get to the national championship? Is that not a character flaw? So I do agree with you because it says more I am a me guy mm-hmm. than I am a team guy. Yeah. However, we've seen what happened to Jamison Williams, who tore his ACL in a national championship game. Yeah. Now, he was fortunate to still get drafted top 15. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a fortunate one. You remember a couple of years ago, Jalen Smith from Notre Dame yeah. was consensus top five linebacker coming out of college from Notre Dame. Drops halfway through the second round because he's tore his ACL mm-hmm. in a bowl game. So these guys, once they get from their people where their draft stock lies and they know, hey, I'm top 25 secured, they're done. They're done because they're more about protecting their future than they are about Helping you win a game. So then it circles back around. If there's, if you have a 12-game playoff, that's extended. I agree. Either you shorten the season or start earlier. But now, well, while you're trying to figure out, you know, even just a regular 12-game playoff, hey, I'm declaring for the draft. You guys go fight it out. You know what's going to happen? Hmm. NCAA will come out with a rule that you cannot declare for the NFL draft to after all games until the conclusion of your season. Yeah. Which include which they will include it to be the playoffs. They'll probably the just sit out. Declare, yeah, a player can't declare today, week nine. Mm-hmm. Right, week nine of the college football season, they can't say, "Okay, well, I'm gonna sit out. I'm gonna declare for the draft." They can't they have to wait till the season's over, which mm-hmm. can jeopardize their draft stock because you don't play. We don't get to see you. Do we like you as much? Maybe not so much. I see the NCAA will come out with some type of mandate mm-hmm. that says, "Hey, you want to declare? Great. You cannot do so." Till this point. And that's, that's an interesting thing you said, because I, I also said in another podcast that I think the NCAA, after this year, um, because of Deion Sanders, will look into how many kids can follow a coach. 
Because I'm going to tell you right now, remember, God bless the memory of TYFL. But remember, <laughs> TYFL had the transfer rule, right? Yes, TYFL did have the transfer rule. They had a transfer rule, right? You can't have this many kids, can't do this. Yeah, NCAA yeah. is going to be like, you know what? We're going to put a transfer rule here because they already changed. Remember, was it last year? I think it was last year or the year before. You can enter the transfer portal whatever time of year you want. All year long, you can do whatever time of year you want. Now they changed the rule to it's only twice. Right, you had December fifteenth to like January 9th or whatever it is now, and then the right. next month in May. Now you only have twice. There's gonna be more sanctions as they see more kids going. Let Dion sign oh, nine kids to. from Jackson State. Oh, he's nah, oh yeah, because his luggage life. is Louis. His luggage is Louis now. <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna bring kids. Watch the NCAA because of it. Say, hey, okay, can't co- kids can't follow coach, maybe four or five, maybe three. You know what well, I'm saying? I mean, you look at Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. He was the first one that did it. He's the one that, that he went started from Oklahoma it. and he went to USC and he took everyone. Yeah. He took the equipment manager. <laughs> he took the fucking he took the trainer. He, he took the he took the person that's the laundry. <laughs> yeah. The person who puts the paints the field. Right. All of it. He took everybody. So them with and you're right, Lincoln Riley, I forgot about Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. And I mean, these are rules that are gonna come out here in a little bit and and say, okay, well listen. You can transfer, you can go coach, and you kids can go too, but we're going to put a limit on how many kids follow a coach to that new school. What it's do you think gonna... about Deion going to Colorado, though? So, I love it. I know this sounds crazy. I love it, and I was never mad at him. I thought, until I heard him say in the interview, let's get the cat out the bag and let's discuss what happened, why I left. Because because here's here's a quick, and I don't know if you followed it. So, for me... He was never supposed to do three years at Jackson State. He said he was going to give him two. He gave him three. Okay? The, or two and a half. The only thing that he did that happened to Jackson State, he did it so fast. Like, he, everything came really, really fast for Jackson State. The problem with Jackson State is Dion, and, and this might be controversial, Dion was fed up with how he was being treated at HBCU level by campus, by other students that weren't football players. His car was broken into. His kid's car was broken into. His jewelry has been stolen numerous times. And it's the one time. He's been, he, the culture needs to change. And he mentioned it in the press conference when he was at Colorado. When they asked, listen, why'd you, he goes, let's get the cat out the back. You want to discuss why? You, this, it's a, and it's a beautiful clip. If you ever get to listen to the, to the, to the soundbite of it, he discussed that there's certain things that need to change. And, and football shouldn't be the only thing that's changing. It should be basketball it should be volleyball it should be baseball they should all start to change how they do things i think in my opinion hearing this i think dion was trying to elevate the school to something else as a whole just not the program as a whole and everybody wasn't on board and didn't want to do what dion wanted to do you know what i'm saying because the one thing i love dion i love dion and how he comes up with these beautiful quotes and these beautiful things he he said it beautifully man when a coach is is ready to move on, right, you either get elevated or terminated, okay? And he understood that it was time for him to be elevated. He understood it. He also said that don't let his confidence intimidate you. Don't let it intimidate you. His confidence that he has for himself. I think a lot of people don't like people that are confident because they take it as arrogance. They take it as negativity. And they they take it as you know oh he's a, he's he's a pompous like this is this is this guy's just full of himself when Dion doesn't he doesn't Dion does is so far in thinking of what he wants done vision wise that the other people just couldn't see it 
that everybody else just couldn't see it. What he did for HBCU is putting them on prime, putting on networks. I, I really thought in two years you're going to watch a 7.30 p.m. game of Jackson State versus, you know, some, some other school like Alabama State. I was interested to see. I was hoping and advocating that. Uh, do you remember the coach that, that kind of shunned him off in the middle of the 50-yard line and threw him yeah. off? I was yeah. like, okay, put that as a primetime game. Let's see what happens here. They're, these two <laughs> got to go at it again. You know what I'm saying? I thought he might promote that that way. But Dion just, it, I think he got fed up with, okay, we're not changing. Nothing's happened. We're not changing. Do you know who his social media person was the whole time at Jackson State? One of his kids, I think. It was his son. Yeah. His son was doing all the social media for Jackson State. His son was doing the cut-ups, the sound. His son was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So there's things that probably, and I know they didn't have the budget to do it, but again, this is Dion not being able to change. Did you know Dion asked Michael Strahan? Well, the first year he was there to get unif- to help get with uh, uh, pregame uniforms for the kids so that nobody shows up in different uniforms and just showing up like, help me buy all these jumpsuits and stuff. Did you- this is so what Dion brings. What, and I think I'm going to summarize this of what you're saying entirely. HCBUs were not ready for the light that Dion brings. Right. Nor do I think they wanted the light. Mm-hmm. That Dion brings because yeah. listening to Dion talk, he talked a lot about one of the things he didn't understand is how the entire HCBU, HBCU, as a, thank you, You're good. HBCU as a whole was always in a deficit. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you always losing more money than you're making? Yeah, he was wanting to bring a team in, audit stuff, look at some fine ways. To make it better. Yeah. They said no. Did you know they played with his contract money too? Yes. They, they had a contract in that if he brought uh, more than 60,000 people in the stands, that he'd get this and that. But they only sold, mm-hmm. they only sold 48,000 tickets. They knew. They didn't, want, they didn't want to pay him. They want to pay him, man. So listen, again, I think that the, that's what Dion was going through. And there's so much more. You th- Dion's not a quitter. Dion don't quit nothing. Dion never quit nothing in his life. But there's a time where, okay, you don't want to move with me. You don't want to elevate. You don't want to move. You don't want to do these things. You want to stay stagnant. I can't do that. Dion is not average. So, again, back to your point mm-hmm. you made earlier about being elevated, being terminated. Mm-hmm. He decided to terminate his relationship. Yes. With that organization. Yeah, of course. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go do it in a place that is... It's not going to be easy. Mm-mm. Convincing kids to go to Colorado no, is not easy. But it's easy when it's Deion Sanders. It is very easy. Yeah. <laughs> it is de- why, but, but why? Why is it easy because it's Deion? Because kids see through that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kids will keep you honest. Mm-hmm. And these kids will say, you know what? Deion has my best intention. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play for that dude. And Dion's not really convincing the kids. He's talking just like you, you're talking to the parents. You're talking to mom, you know, saying dad is disillusioned about the kid, about his son. Mom's going to tell you how to handle her baby. Mom's going to discuss, she's going to tell you the truth about her son. You know what I'm saying? She, she ain't brought no football. So she, okay, mom. How, and that's what Dion hits on. How do you want to make the, him a man? And the best thing about Dion is Dion isn't politically correct. Mm-mm, not at all. He is authentic yeah. and he is honest and it's he's him. blunt. It's just him. And you take it. For, so let me ask you this. And I think this is more of a forward thinking kind of question. Do you like Dion more as a coach or as a player? 
Fuck, I love them both. Now man. you get to see, yeah, the the personality side of it. Listen, man, when he was right. a player, he was the reason why uh, you wanted the two crossbars on your helmet. Absolutely, he absolutely. was the whole fucking reason. He, this because Dion had it. Now, as a because a coach, I love watching him coach. Um, I, I, want, I wish I could have more. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this. The documentary for his for his whole experience at Jackson State is coming out December 29th. I can't wait yes. to see this fucking thing. Which do you know who it benefits? Colorado, Jackson State. I think it benefits Colorado because. I'm willing to no, bet. No, no. I'm willing to bet. There's somebody on that documentary that says, "Don't go to Texas." One of them. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm talking about monetary wise. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. All that money mm-hmm. is going there. Mm-hmm. Going back to again his impact and his and what he did for him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He listen, man. I, I can't wait to see. I I want to see the inside of it. I know there's more clips. I want to see from what I see on social media. He does an amazing job. His son's doing an amazing job. I think his son has a career in social is, is media. It, is his son a drafted quarterback in the NFL? Um, I think so. Yeah, I I I don't want to say round one two, but listen, man, you can't turn down a kid that's six what six three six four, mm-hmm. strong arm throws about sixty five. Quarterback yards. in the NFL though, a starter. Is he a quarterback in the NFL? Or I think I think, he, I think that's the, no. Nah, I think he doesn't change the position. I think that's what he plays. I think I, so too. I think that's what he plays. I think Baltimore takes him. I can see that. I think they and, and, and replace him with uh, replace uh, Huntley. Huntley, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of guy. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. man. The whole Dion thing. I know people were upset with him, but I wasn't upset. I, I just was more like, damn, I wish the what he was doing was 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 phenomenal. And then when when everything started coming out later on, days on, you're like, okay, they screwed up. Something happened because something. This was abrupt, you know. It was. It was abrupt, and and it had to have something had happened, and, and that's what. It led to him, and that was so great. If you, audience, if you go listen to Deion Sanders talk about it, you know, he, he lets you know he, that there was nothing. What else could he have done? We talk about what he could have done. But let's talk about what he did do. And this guy did everything he could do, but some people just don't want to change, man. And when change happens real fast. It's too much. It's too fast. It. They don't want to do it. Then, then it's just met with negativity, met with blockades. He was probably just upset. Like, look, man, I am here with a leg. Have you seen his leg? Yes. Bro, he's... He's up and down the sideline on crutches, and he's recruiting. Like he's giving up his body. He's in the hospital. He still goes to coach the kids. Like the what? man has a twitch to him, also. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Twitch his hand and stuff. Yeah, man, the nerves. Are, uh, God bless him, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I think he's everything that's right with college football. Yeah, man. I think he is opening doors mm-hmm. for guys in college football to enter that arena. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave you with this: over under. Colorado wins next year. I'm going to place it at seven. What do you think? Over. Over or under? Over. I've seen their schedule. <laughs> oh. Have you okay. seen their schedule? I have not. I, I, did, not this, I did it like a couple podcasts. I'm seven just because I, it's Dion. Yeah, Dion. I, I think I think Dion reaches a bowl. Maybe not, a, not not like a sugar bowl, orange bowl type of bowl. I think he just reaches a bowl next year. I think he does. And I think the year after that, now we got to talk about competing. Oh shit, is he competing? Yeah, I think he's competing, and I think he's doing it very well. And I think people are going to be pissed off. Colorado, the one thing Colorado, they have a whole lot of money. Oh, absolutely. Have been coming out the woodworks. Oh yeah, donating. Oh, yeah. Here's the beautiful thing about Deion Sanders: they don't have money to pay him, and he's still going to do the job. <laughs> That's a crazy. Part. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when people say, "Oh, he wanted the money," the bag. What bag? There is no bag. They're one eleven team. They don't have no money. What are they going to do? They're still a power five school, which, by the way, the facility is freaking amazing. The, the, it is. The, everything looks beautiful in Colorado. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It looks, I couldn't do the cold, but I, I love everything that looks at it. But, hey, bro, they have money still to do all those facilities for the kids. 
So he's gonna listen. If he was having his son do the social media, I can't wait to see what videos are gonna come out with this, <laughs> with the actual team of people that are gonna help him. He's gonna go into an industry in a niche that people don't take enough advantage of, yeah. and that's the social media. Social media is gonna be what grabs the kids. Oh, absolutely. That's how he's going because he's gonna give them the insight to everything they do. Yeah. And yeah. kids will be like, damn. Yeah. I want to go be a part of that. Yeah, bro. Bro, listen, it's gonna be amazing to watch this take a one and an eleven team to even if even if he even if he falls at seven, George, even if he goes to seven wins, you're like, this is what coaching does. Now, this is also what having 12 five-star athletes do too. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly what it does. Uh, but again, man, what do you, what do you expect? He demands, I mean, listen to him talk. He demands to be dominant. He demands, what he, not, he don't want to compete. He wants to win games and he wants to beat them dominantly. You know what I'm saying? He holds you to a standard. He's going to keep you at that standard. You have, it's, 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 he is coming in there with an NFL mentality. You play or you go home. And that's it. We're done with this. So, I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to watch college playoff. George, listen, man. We we you know us. We try to stick to forty five, but it's hard to do when when it's a comeback. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I wish you. I wish the family. I wish everybody uh, a beautiful Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Um, enjoy your families. Take your time to be with them, and and don't be frustrated with the presents and and wrapping in the middle of the night and moving <laughs> the elf oh, on the and, shelf and the IKEA gifts that you got to build without direction yeah. and pictures and shit. Right. You don't 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 be ha- don't don't be upset with them. Take your time. Be fun with the, have fun with the kids. Build that damn bicycle or motorcycle thing that they want to build, the hoverboard. Build all that stuff. It's Christmas, so enjoy yourself, man. I wish you and the family Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. Merry Take Christmas care of all of the them. Fam. Oh, man. I know they're going to tear up my house. So with that said, George, this is this is our going out music for do it. for for Christmas. I can't wait. You already know who it is. It's it's the Queen of Christmas. Oh, we have is. to. You have to, man. You know Mariah makes all her money now on, on one time a year. Just <laughs> one month a year, she makes a quarter a billion dollars. She's a goat. You guys have a merry Christmas. We'll catch you another podcast after the after the weekend. I love you guys. Be safe, George. Love you, man. Take care of the family, bro. listening to on the clock radio we hope you enjoyed the show we know we had a blast make sure to like rate and review the show and we'll be back soon but make sure to follow us on instagram and facebook at on the clock radio y'all be cool see you next time